You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99, The Comedy Channel. My name is Noam Dorman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. I'm here, as always, with the... Uh, wonderful Mr. Dan Natterman. Well, not always. Last week I was out with a, had a bit of a stomach issue, but yes, more or less always. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about, I, I only had to get to the show, but who canceled? You gotta, you gotta tough it out and come on the show. Really? Have you ever had a stomach flu? It doesn't matter. You, well, <laughs> doesn't I assure you, you wouldn't be coming. So you've clearly never had one. I, 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 I no, I think you're wrong. I think I would manage it. Anyway. Uh, Andrew Schultz is a Hi. New York City-based uh, uh, stand-up comedian who has appeared in such hit TV programs. Oh, please don't read the, the my bio. Oh, my God. Please don't. As Sneaky Pete and uh, Andrew there. Schultz. Uh, and he has a podcast go. titled uh, The Brilliant Idiots, which yes. is apparently a really, really big... We're doing all right, man. We're doing all like right. Packing, I heard you like packing houses all over the country based on this podcast. You know what? It's been um, that and YouTube. I put my stand-up clips on YouTube, and that really changed my career. But I think it was the podcast that gave me the, gave those people the push, and then YouTube kind of just took over, man. It really, it's it's been the most amazing thing that's ever happened. This whole like niche audience thing that is, is like you can be a, you can be a no more universal famous people, man. Yeah, Justin Bieber, it, last one. All right, uh, Kate Shaw is a professor of law and the co-director of the Flor- Florsheimer Center yep. for Constitutional Democracy. Before joining, you put I would tell you these are too long. I'm, um, I'm a law professor. That's she fine. was counsel to the president, uh, special assistant which to the president. president. Which president? Which, which president? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Oh, okay, so there's been other ones. It could have been Clinton. I don't know. Maybe it's young for Clinton. She clerked for the Justice John Paul Stevens of the Supreme Court and Judge, judge Richard A. Posner. He's a pretty conservative judge, right? You know, he was a Reagan appointee. He moved pretty far left over the course of his time on the bench, and he wasn't much of a conservative by the time he left. So he was sort of in the mid-transition, I would say, when I clerked for him. Wasn't he the guy who put a dollar amount on everything when he was... Yeah, you know, sort of knowing the value. People have accused him of sort of trying to put a value on everything, but or the cost on everything, but sort of grasping the value of nothing. So yeah, this kind of, can you quantify suffering and life? And, and uh, he was sort of one of the founders of the idea of law and economics, sort of yeah. National actors sort of uh, moving through the world. That's kind of what we are. And he moved pretty far away from that. I, in his I have later a little years. bit of an email correspondence with his son, Stephen, just because I email He, he has a blog. Really? And I, yeah. He's, he's, uh, uh, and Andrew Friedman is a writer and chronicler of New York City's restaurant industry. I'm going to skip. He uh, also the author of a new book entitled Chef, Chef's Drug and Rock and Roll. Chef, sorry, Chef's Drugs and Rock and Roll. How Food Lovers, Free Spirits, Misfits and Wanderers Created a New American Profession. He was quoted recently in a New York Times article, Louis C.K. performs again, but club gives patrons an out. So that's, so let's, can we start with... Well, with, yeah, but, but fairly well, quick before yeah. we do this, only, yeah. and I only bring this up because uh, we're here in real time, there's an issue with the downstairs men's bathroom. So you might want to uh, send somebody down there. And it was I'll just fine when it. I used it. Well, did I, you I, use I, the I, stall or the I urinal? Might have been, I might be How the do you issue. know this while we're sitting here? Do you because have... I was just down in the bathroom. Ah, okay. I, was, I was just... Oh, well, okay. Well, okay. The, I, I thought there might have been clairvoyance involved. All right. Sorry, Professor. Well, I know there's no, no job too small for the owner of the club. As you know, when you own a business, nothing, everything is, is your jurisdiction. He is right. It's actually going to be worrying me now. Uh, uh, Jose? I'll, I'll tell can, can you... No, no, it's okay. Can now, you maybe it's been taken tell, care of. Tell the manager to check the men's room, bathroom, please, if you don't mind. I was there uh, only two minutes ago, okay, and okay. I can tell you that there was okay. a so, so we have a messy little, situation. Do you guys edit this stuff out afterwards? No. Why would we edit that? That's gold. <laughs> uh, we have, gold. Go we have your a little show. compliments here because uh, uh, Andrew wrote a... Uh, wait, what's, what's your first name? Andrew? Yeah, it's Andrew. Okay. yeah there's yeah, two Andrews. Let's Andrew. go by okay. last name so we don't uh, mistake. Friedman. So, Friedman. Andrew uh, kind of, Andrew Friedman um, kind of was it was uh, an expert kind of witness in this Louis C.K. article, right. and Professor Shaw is, wrote a column at Times about uh, Judge, Justice Kavanaugh, and they both are kind of related issues this week. As a matter of fact, but don't tell that to Janine Garofalo. A matter of fact, a lot of the the a lot of the some some of the backlash that I've gotten this week has been that Louis chose to perform during the week that Kavanaugh was uh, confirmed. They're both, thought. I think, quite related yeah. in many, many ways. So, but, but uh, um, Andrew, what struck me about the article, so Melina Rizik, who I know, she uh, covered the fact that we have a new swim-at-your-own-risk policy, which 
for the professor's benefit, I, one thing I didn't know how to handle was people being upset if they showed up and, and were triggered, to use that word, by seeing Louis. So now every reservation gets a swim-at-your-own-risk policy, which says people may show up that are not your cup of tea. If someone does show up that you don't like, you're free to leave, check on the house, no questions asked. So that everybody's on notice. And Can I just say that technically that's not swim at your own risk? Yes, Dan. Swim at your own No, I mean, technically, swim at your own risk would be, hey, if you don't like it, too bad, and you're paying anyway. So, you, so it's swim with partial risk. All right. So, uh, <laughs> well, and uh, so... I, under, I actually understand what Dan is saying. I understand saying. what he's saying, he's too. He's actually right. <laughs> Sorry, is it not going... Did, no. did a lot of people take advantage of the policy? Uh, so, some people have. Okay. So, so what she wrote this, and then so she said, but writer Andrew Friedman says, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing that struck me was, who's this writer Andrew <laughs> Friedman, and, and why is he... Was it like, you know, someone in charge of, you know, uh, um, what's, uh, what's uh, Safe Horizons, or, or somebody, somebody known to be involved? Like, is this, is this non-sequitur guy, yeah. just only built as writer, is going to have an opinion on our policy now as if you were some sort of expert yes. witness. So what, what, first of all, why are you in this article? And, and <laughs> so, why didn't you agree with my policy? Okay, so I, I was in the article because I made a reservation. You know, it's, it's a little painful for me to meet you and be here under these circumstances because I love this club and I've loved it for a long time. Uh, but I made a reservation here, uh, I think for two Fridays back. Yeah. And I got the standard confirmation email, and it had something new, which is the swim at your own risk thing with the clip art of the swimmer. Right. And um, we just met, so forgive me. You want me to be honest, right? Of course. I I thought I can it was, cut it out if I, don't I like thought it, it was wish. <laughs> I thought it was. I honestly, I thought it was wishy washy. You know, I thought it was like, you know, Louis, who was maybe my favorite comic ever, um, and I can get into why he. I felt especially disappointed by him and mm -hmm. what's been going on. Yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> I feel like if you want to book him, you should book him. You know, if, if there's, he's someone people have particularly strong feelings about right now. Um, and he's someone who's not able, I don't think, or maybe he could, but he's not playing big venues right now. So uh, he's, these are like trial balloons, right, when he comes and does a drop-in. And I think... If you guys want to have him be here, you ought to put him on the roster. People will know he's on the roster, and they can make a decision. And I also felt... Well, okay, but can I stop you there for a second? You can. Do you understand I can't put him on the roster? Do you understand the world that we're living in today where people wear it as a badge of honor to come down and disrupt? Yeah, but this is what my issue is. Even before that. That is exactly what my issue Andrew, is. So that's, what, that's what you... That, that, I you, feel you, like this is like you, a little okay, like, well, uh, safety zone. Hold, hold, hold on, just hold yeah, on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take this for just one second. You have, you, I think you have an obligation to put yourself in my shoes as the business owner. And are you going to look me in the eye and tell me as the business owner you would literally do that? No, I probably wouldn't have him here uh, right now. Oh, okay, but but... But you're criticizing for the way I did go about it. You're saying put yeah. his name on the roster. Yeah. Or don't have him. Oh, okay. For now. Could I just say one thing? Yes. And, and this is and this is um, just just a little backstory on like how comedy works at, at a Louis level is that those guys don't go on the roster ever. So they really come at their convenience. So it's not like you can even say to Louis, I'm, be, I'm, I'm telling you seriously. No, but you can tell him not to come. Oh, no, right. People so, have been banned but, from this club. But then that's you. No, they have not. Yeah, a friend of mine was. It was a long time ago. Uh, no, he wasn't. Okay, we'll talk off. Who was it? Say who I was don't it? want to say his name on air. I'll tell you well, later. Why was he banned? He mooned the audience. I, I don't, do you ever hear of any story? Is it, is and, that and, Al, and, is it Al Lubell by any? No. And, and First initial was S. And, and it wouldn't have been banned for that. Okay. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, if it you, might have been if suspended you wanna, or reprimanded. If you want to, if you want to make the ban, then that's your argument. But it's not yeah. about wishy-washy or not, because you don't have the opportunity to. It's like saying, "I'd like to book Eddie Murphy for Thursday at twelve thirty. You don't book Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy right. comes right. by and okay, he goes so, on. So, so I, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is the way that thing was worded. It was like we never know who's going to drop in. Proof. Yeah, but you can tell them they can't go on. Okay, well let me tell you. Let me answer you. A few you things. could. First of all, okay. So I'm going to answer all these. First of all. In, your, in the article, you criticize that we, as if we were pretending we can't tell who, him not to go on. And that, I don't think anybody would have read it that way. What I was saying pretty clearly was, we're not going to tell him he can't go on. I don't think any reasonable interpretation of what I said would be, I, I'm not able to tell him not to well, go on. I think I'm the, saying, swim right. at your own risk. 
because somebody you don't like may go on. No, but what it said was we never something like we never know who's going to show we don't up. Know. Yes, but you could know that if X person shows up, we're not going to put them on. Right, but that's right. But the, so but it the, but seems the like very passive to me. But the disclaimer doesn't say that I couldn't put him on, and that's what you said in the article. I, you you, you criticized me for pretending that I couldn't ban him. Well, first of all, when you and say I, in the article, they, I think they quoted about a, a, a two sentences of what was a twenty minute conversation. Of what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. So I get the same blowback about. Aziz. I was here when Aziz dropped in a right. few months ago. And you think that was okay? thought it was great. Okay, so you draw your line at Aziz. Other customers we hear from draw a line to the left of Aziz. I get a lot of complaints about like the two of them together. Um, Norm MacDonald got banned off The Tonight Show. And one of the things that stuck out to me about that was uh, Jimmy Fallon told Norm MacDonald, says, Norm, people are crying. People on my staff are crying. Do you remember that? So right. that would... That to me is like, well, actually, even Norm MacDonald could trigger people to that extent. Right. And I'm saying, well, I'm not getting, I'm not going to let, you know, Andrew Friedman's standard. Of, I'm saying, listen, I'm not getting involved in that. If this is something, I'm going to have a willing audience and willing performers. Everybody comes in knowing what it is. And if it's not a risk that you want to take as a grown person with agency, as they say, yeah. then I'm not dragging people into the comedy store. There's yeah, that's why I didn't come that night. Right, but I'm saying, yeah. but how could you criticize me for saying, listen, willing audience, willing performers, nobody's being fooled, nobody, everything okay. is on the table, I mean, but, and you say, no, <laughs> even a willing audience and willing performer shall not meet, it's wrong. That's Andrew, not what and, I said. That is what you're saying. You, no, say no, I, no, you no. said I shouldn't put them on. No, no, no. I didn't say that either. What'd you you said? just said that. No. It said... You just said I shouldn't put him on. I said it. it were, I would prefer you didn't put him on. Okay. But what I said was. But if I, I am going to put him on, is it no, better to warn said, people? The quote that they took, which was accurate, said, "There's plenty they can do." And what I meant by that was this passive language in your confirmation email. He didn't like the language. No, because it what said you we never know who's going to show up. What would you agree? He, he would have liked you. I think it should say we love Louie and he might be coming. Yes. Own it. Uh, so, so that's that's what you want to get me friends, for. You're his friends. That's fine. I understand that it. I would be loyal to him probably. If he, I, I, I but you, of, don't, you don't know if this person's going to come. That's what I'm trying to explain. You truly don't know. It's yeah, not, it's you not being ignorant. It. You truly don't know if but that person's going to come. Is it really come. unclear what I'm saying? I, yes. I understand yes. what you're saying. You you don't like the language. You feel Noam should have said, look, if we're he gonna comes, put we're going to put him on. We're going to put on here. We're going to own it. Yeah. But, of course, that only covers Louis. There might be other comics. There are other comics. that could say we're going to put on... Whoever we want. It, the way it was okay, stated, we never know who's okay. going to show up. How about this? How and about, what I said was, but, there's uh, plenty. You guys, there's plenty they could do. Meaning, right. you can decide not to put somebody right. on. But we That's don't, all. But, that right. bothered me. Right. The other thing. P.S. P.S. This offer yeah. of leaving the club. First of all, I would venture to say the overwhelming majority of people there would be thrilled if Louis C.K. showed up. Mm -hmm. To get up in front of a drunken crowd, largely, or you know, not people who've had a few that few drinks. A, no. Oh, go ahead. Okay, a weekend comedy club crowd. Weeknight. Go ahead. Whatever. Yeah. To get up and leave and think that's going to be comfortable for anybody. And the, People the have done it comfortably. But the other thing is... I saw it happen last night. And they the, didn't have to come. They but knew. here's the other thing for me is, okay, you, you to get a weekend reservation here... I don't come here during the week oh, hardly you ever. You can get one now that you know me. Just call me. But go ahead. To, to come here on the yeah. weekend, you have to book at least a week out. Yeah. Of okay? And... So that's your Saturday night, right? So, okay, here comes the comic you don't want to see. Great, you can leave. Then you're on Mcmacdougal or you're on 3rd Street at like 9 o'clock Saturday night. You don't have a reservation anywhere. What are you going to do? You don't have to come. Fine. You then, can go to Caroline's. You can go to Gotham. Well, how about give me some credit to say, listen... The guy is in, in one this sense... This was the... Hold on. Okay, well, so what you're you basically saying is we're I, not that far I, I, apart. I didn't interrupt you, yeah. That, the, that you understand the guy saying they have a principle, and he's ready to put his money where his mouth is, yeah. in the sense that he's going to he's telling everybody, and if they want to leave, they have, they've eaten dinner, they've had drinks, they've, they ha and, they, and we lose the seats, we're sold out shows, and, and, and it's costing me a few hundred dollars a night to let people go, and somehow to, to the world... They gotta find something that I didn't. There's something I didn't quite do right enough about that. Can I? Even though every single person who shows up, something you didn't quite do right. It yeah, was like you're, a you're, two sentence disclaimer. Right, but I'm saying, but but it's, it's not like it you does, did some it, monumental on, piece of writing. Just no, real quick, just, on, no, no, no. It, it's two sentences. You're next. It's two sentences. However, it tells them everything they need to know. Yes, these people might come. You know it when you choose to come here. And if he does come, we're gonna let you. You're gonna have a free night out. 
and and it it just that includes the steak, by the way. It just strikes me that it's never enough for some people. Go ahead, Andy. So the argument it seemed like you were making is that this person's night is ruined. Potentially. Right? No, because nobody's getting bumped when Louis does 20 minutes. The whole show goes on. Right. So you see the whole show. If you they could choose, step outside and come back, Exactly. Too. There are people that did that last night. They stepped out. Well, he went last. But I think one or two uh, people stepped out. But you could come right back in. And no harm, no foul. You took a smoke break during an act you didn't yeah, like. I just... Which happens a lot. Professor, I think, professor, do you have an opinion on this? Or is this something you don't want to talk about? <laughs> no, I mean, look, it's your club. I think you can invite him if you want to. It sounds like you took decent... I mean, I think for my taste, it's probably a, an admission back into polite society that's too fast. I don't think it was a long enough period in the wilderness. Um, uh, and I don't know what he did during that period. And it feels like... I feel like I have sort of Catholic instincts, although I'm not Catholic in this, and that there should have been some penance in the interim, and maybe there was, but we didn't hear about it, or at least I didn't hear about it. Um, well, he, he wrote that statement. Where I wrote he, the statement, of course, yeah. And, uh, what did he do then? And then he also, apparently, according to the New York Times, he actually actually reached out to the people individually. Yeah. And then, and was, this is not this is not a pro, I'm just stating the facts, it's not pro-Louis or anti-Louis, just yeah. say, he lost probably 35, $35 million. dollars. wait. He uh, he's he's down the memory hole Netflix, down the memory hole Amazon. He can't walk down the street. His, his children are probably embarrassed to it, it introduce themselves as to who they are. Uh, I I don't know what what more like no, like, like if, he, if yeah. he strung himself up. I don't think anybody yeah. would have been astonished. So that's that's a pretty big thing. Well, now, obviously, that, no that, one wants that. that. No. And I'm not minimizing. But that doesn't mean he did what he needed to do right. as far as the victims go. Ex but we yeah. don't know. Right, but, we don't. But what do you think? Forget all that. Yeah. What do you think of swim at your own risk? <laughs> I, 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 think, I think you guys are right. It's kind of a misnomer because you're saying we, the club, assume a little bit of the risk because we're going to pick up your check if you walk out, right? So it's a little bit complicated, the metaphor. Oh, but, you're picking up <laughs> checks? Right? Isn't that what you said? That's yeah. absurd. They watch the whole show. <laughs> and they get a free dinner. That's, right? so that's, that's, part, that's, of, that's right. part of the that's idea. That's a I'm... horrible policy, no. <laughs> that's why, well, I would just walk <laughs> out when the guy came on and then I don't have to pay for shit. Yeah, some people have done that. Very few, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. You pay the money for what you saw. No, no, I don't want that. I don't want it. At I don't least want... for the food and alcohol you drink. No. Well, let, let me, let, here, here's one thought. So it's separate and apart from whatever Louis should have done in the interim vis-a-vis, you know, trying to work to see if there are ways to help the careers of some of the people that he heard along the way, right? That seems like one possibility. Another one is, are you working to get more women in here? Is that Could that be part of an effort? You bring Louis in and you sort of try to figure out what the rest of the world looks Let me, let me, like. let me. I, I, don't, I, I don't know the no, answer to that. Let me respond. I want to respond to the letting women in here. They're I, I moving him. Customers, obviously. Oh, by the way, somebody stage. remarked that on the website, you know, all the comics that are on the website, they're all men. No, they're not all. They, on, on the front page of the yeah. website. Yeah, they're not. I thought they were all men. No. Anyway, um, I believe that Noam is doing all he can to bring women into this club. Um, but he will not compromise the quality of the show. So if, by chance, for whatever reason, whether it's because less women go into stand-up comedy. Fewer. Go ahead. Viewer or less? She was referring to the audience, not the comics on stage. No, you're referring to the comics or the audience? No, the comics. Oh, you're referring to the comics. Why would you get more women in? For whatever reason. Just get funny people. Get funny. Look, if part of the problem here is that in every... Do you care if your pilot is a woman? I care that women are represented in absolutely every profession and every sector of society. Of course I care. I care that women sit on the Supreme Court. I care that women fly my planes. I care that funny women appear on stage. Even if it's a worse pilot, you'd rather a lady pilot. That's a false choice. Of course it's a false choice. No, it's a real choice. No, Andrew, can I say... I want someone who threw it like an inequality in every industry, and it's just a question of if there are things you can do. I'm not saying put on funny people on stage. I'm saying work on making sure that women and have access to the same opportunities men do, and you probably okay. are in a position to do something about so, that. So, so that this is this is what I was getting. I'm, I'm to the left of Andrew. There is this um, impression out there by people who who I don't mean this in a bad way who know nothing about what our reality is that they think that we have power and we have ability and have contacts and we're part of the industry and we can blacklist people and it's all couldn't be further from the truth. We're an insular club here who doesn't know anybody in the industry. Doesn't I don't know agents. I don't know anybody. Uh, the only people that I have met, like Judd Apatow, are just because they come here and do stand-up. There is a pipeline of stand-up comedy, which frankly, I don't even know how it works. And in that pipeline, people start out as a comic and they perform wherever they perform in it. And by the time they get to us, we're already dealing only with the, the people who are killing around town. Mm -hmm. And of those people who are killing around town, and I don't think anybody could ask me to put on anybody less than the people who are killing around town, 
uh, why in the world would anybody think, especially with all the pressure on us, that we'd be like resisting putting women on? You know, like we had a show a couple nights ago, Dan Comedy, we had three Indian comics on, right? Uh, I don't know if it was a couple nights ago. I did. There was a show that seemed heavily uh, Indian subcontinent based. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a year ago, if they had said, or two years ago, why don't you have any Indian comics? Well, I don't know. I got no Indian comics. Now, we're, now we have a lot of Indian comics. We have a lot of women, not as many as men. There never will be as, as many as men right now anyway, because the pipeline is not turning out as many women as men. So I don't know the industry, but, it's, yeah. but there has to be there, there, there have to be nothing. points of intervention that people that, could make is, earlier in the pipeline. There is that nothing could, I could do. And I'm open to if I'm wrong here. I believe there's nothing I could do short of um, putting on a worse show. You can't put, right out, put out a call. So you do have a network. You can't put out a call to the people in the network that says, look, you guys go see. You, you're here we you know, do. running your club. But everybody else, is, uh, the, the people who come here also visit other clubs. And, you know, some, you know, the smaller ones, the smaller towns. Keep an eye out for good female talent. I'm looking why, for it. Like, so that why, can't be that difficult. Maybe you already did. One question. One question. One question. But it's so interesting that you assume that I don't. Do you? Of course we do. Of course we do. I've, I've said on this show many that anybody out there listening, just send, okay, but you just send said, me your YouTube tape. Okay, okay. But you just said all I do is get the big dogs in town anyway, so it sounded to me as though that's sort of that's that's your game. But, no, no. but if you're doing it already, you know. The big dogs come organically, and then inorganically he seeks out those people who are not represented. Yeah, she made a good point there, but go ahead. For go sure. Ahead. So I guess my question is, like, you really just want to see the percentage of people that are doing it reflected, right? So it's like if 10% of all comics are women... Right, if ten percent of all comics are women, you just want to see one tenth of the performers here to be women, right? If half were, that would be unfair. That would be overrepresented, right? I don't know if she's saying no, that necessarily. I think she's saying that she if there, it's a question I'm asking. She, wants, asking. she wants to see more white course, people on the NBA. Of course, of course, nobody wants that. But it's, <laughs> but that's what she's saying. I I know I know that's what she's saying, but she wouldn't hold that up with other things. But it, it's fine. Let's just go off the comic thing. So yeah. if if ten if ten percent of of the comics are women and five comics are on a show here, and there's usually one comic per show, Gnome is over-representing women in comedy here. He should be a plot. You should be, no, you should, should be no, the feminist no. of the century. No, I don't for agree with that. Twice, I, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, you're, Obviously, okay. my yeah. point is, is that <laughs> the assumption is just because they're not half that there's something wrong, but it really is just up to women wanting to be comics. There's a lot less male cheerleaders. Also, I, I'm not sure wanting to be is the whole, right, so we're, to go back to Louis, right? No, I, I, look, this is not really my world, but my understanding is that there are some prom as you hear the story. There are some there are some promising female comics who end up having these kind of traumatic encounters with Louis fairly early in their careers, and it's sort of it's it's these are kind of like these turn into roadblocks. Even if you're not, even if in your mind you don't quite see why these encounters were traumatic or destabilizing from a professional perspective, they were, and so. And probably those phenomena, this is not the only instance of conduct like this in your industry. I'm quite sure of that. And if that's the case, then there are people encountering artificial obstacles and figuring out how to remove those so that you get more women in the pipeline well, and eventually on your stage. I'll, I'll I'm Noam, Look, I, Noam only controls this club, and he tries to create an environment uh, in this club, which is all he controls. He doesn't control what happens outside this club. And I think, and believe me, if Noam... If there was a reason to bash Gnome, I would do it. That's sort of my M.O. <laughs> the bathroom but, is broken, Gnome. The bathroom. Did we take care of the duty in the yeah, toilet? Yeah, take care. Go ahead, go ahead. The, the, Noam creates a, I believe, a safe environment for women in this club, which is all he controls. And I think he does it pretty... You'd have to ask the female comics and the waitstaff, the female waitstaff, of course. But I believe he creates a, 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 an environment that is safe for women in this club. Okay, I appreciate and, that. And uh, Veronica Mosey, you can just nod no, no, your no, head no. yes or no. Uh, we're surrounded by female comics right now, and um, the, 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 there is a longing for people to see a better world or whatever it is. And, but what they do is they start connecting dots and making assumptions that, I guess it's human, but they don't, but they don't have the, the right to do it. And I'm, I'm happy to see even someone who rises to the very, very top of the legal profession in the country, I believe, is, is, is still human in that sense. And that, like, I, I, there's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. I am, I, my eyes are peeled for anybody of talent all the time. It would, it would take a whole load off of me. Have you seen Randy Rainbow? To be able to put on, to, to find some, like, some killer female comics. Six, or a year ago, a year and a half ago, Michelle Wolf walked in. Mm. We never heard of Michelle Wolf. She's a female. Nobody cared. She started killing. Quickly, she had a spot, like 10 spots a weekend, like in every single show. 
So why why did that happen? How did she? So what is that process? So she doesn't just walk in the door, right? Some somehow. no, she was she was young and up and coming at the time. Yeah. But I'm saying as soon as she was was she's uh, introduced by somebody. Right, but who's her the, yeah, merit yeah. So, was so, rewarded is what you're trying. Yeah, to say. So, as soon but, as it was clear that she was that she was great. Pure merit. There's always she's got to get in the door somehow, right? So like, yeah, who, she was yeah. hot in the industry and people were talking about her. And yeah, this okay, is, so that's right. So, you so sound she like became a big totally dog. Unknown. She I, became yeah. a big dog. But, but yeah. no one will look at any. But Lord knows he's got a lot of time on his hands. He will look at any video that you send him. Is that fair to say? Yeah. And by the way, our general manager is a woman. Our booker is a woman and has been for 30 years. Most of our floor managers are women. And I will get a, you. I got one today for a YouTube clip from from a, a, a woman, like, a, a, like a, in her 40s, whatever it is. I send it out to Liz and Essie. What do you think? Yeah. And if they like her, well, book her. I mean, it's, but, but, you know, but, and, but that's as far as I can go with it. And by the way, we have tons of women working here. I don't mm-hmm. think we're, like, keeping women here. But it, it will never be enough what to do someone we, who, I mean, as who, a customer, puts a, who puts a magnifying glass a, to this cause. As a Andrew customer, Friedman, I, a I, no, I just I agree with that. I've, hey. I've never, no, I've never felt a, a, um, a bias. I've never felt a bias here as a frequent guest. No, I, I have had shows that were all men and I've gotten complaints from customers. And, but, I, and I write them back and what I've said is, listen, the only show worse than the one that you saw would have been the one that you would have seen if I put on a woman just for being a woman. Believe me, we we had the best comedians who were available at the time. You know, there's a there's a question I have. I'm I'm just curious, like, uh, how do you feel about uh, sports which are dominated by black people? Like, does that, do you have the same reaction where you're like, how do we get more Asians into the NBA? I mean, I, you know, look, I want, I would like representation sort of in all spheres. I'm not sure. How do we do that? How do we get more Asians into the NBA? What is your theory on that? I, I don't have developed a, a view on You just had a great I, idea I, about comedy clubs. I want to know how you I, get up there. Can, can I answer, answer, can I answer yeah, on her behalf? Let me can we just let the professional tell us? Can I answer on your behalf? And I think you might agree with me. Sure. And yeah. we, have, we have a history in this country of certain groups being discriminated against. So the fact is when we see certain disparities, our antenna go up. Like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Because blacks have been traditionally uh, discriminated against, when they dominate something, we're not worried about that. We're not worried about anybody. Of course. But, but what happens, what, what this has morphed into is a call sometimes for diversity for diversity's sake. Right. And I think that's where, it be, where the logic begins to fall apart. In other words, we're no longer even worried to make sure that you're judging everybody individually. That's not even good enough anymore. You have to create a certain outcome. Equality of outcome. And in outcome. that case, he's yes. right. Then he becomes correct about the NBA, as opposed to stopping short and saying, no, no, no. As long as we're sure you're not discriminating, that's, more, that's all the, we can ask of you. So, yeah. philosophically agree. Here's the qualifier I'd put yeah. on that. I saw something recently. Linda Holmes, who's one of the hosts of uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast, yeah. who I think is really smart. She was tweeting the other day, I forget the exact topic, yeah. but she was, it was something related to what we're talking about right now, right? And her analogy, which I thought was brilliant, was to think of a mixer, like a sound mixer, right? Yeah. And if you are somebody uh, who's in the majority, right, you may believe that you see, th- and I'm, this is an, I'm not talking I about understand. you specifically, you may believe you see everything equally, right? But, but may there not. may be one channel that you need to turn the dial up. Right, yeah. that you're just you have a blind spot. Well, like a dog can hear frequencies you. But can't. that was a really, I thought, smart analogy to this whole last yeah, ten minute conversation. It is if if you can if there's a some some evidence that can be presented that that's what's going on. Well, it's all going to be subjective. I mean, someone in the last couple of weeks here used the term Rorschach test. It's probably like me. I think no. a lot of these cases are Rorschach tests. Yeah, but but I I can't tell you how many comedians how many conversations I have with comedians, not just about women. I say, is there anybody out in town that you know about that I should be using? I ask all the time, men and women, because you know, and every time and time it does happen. Like Emmy Blotnick, Blotnick, um, who's a new female comedian, she's killing. She was around and and we didn't know her. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't know her. Some and, comics and I, are intimidated. And to I come took here. it as our failure yeah. that we didn't know her. And not because she's a woman, but because she was a great comic around town. Right. Yeah. And there's other people like Aparna Nanshala who's blasting us in the times. You're still defending she, you're still defending this so you know, idea. She will not only not perform here, she won't even sit and talk to me when I want when I called her I, I said, listen, you wrote this article, you want to come have coffee to discuss it. It's as if somebody wrote an article about uh, you know bashing uh, Israel, yeah, and I complained about them. 
And, and then they, they reached out to me and said, listen, no, I don't think you're understanding my position. Why don't we meet for coffee sometime? I want to talk to you about it. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I, I, I've already decided what you meant and who you are. I don't need anything. So I deal with a lot of that. And I always reach out to almost everybody who writes something negative about me. I say, why don't you? Because I feel like I have a, a side to this. Nine out of ten won't even answer. No interest in talking about it. They, they shirk from it. So that says something, too, by the way. Can we get to Kavanaugh? Oh, you Cav- say can yeah, I, can I, I quickly add one yeah. thing go, go, before go. we get too far from it? Can I add one PS on the Louis thing? Absolutely. Whatever you Kavanaugh. want. The only thing I wanted to say, which I I think makes his case special, at least to me, right, as a huge fan of his. Yeah. I think there was such a moral <clears throat> underpinning to his entire body of work, uh, to his public persona, that makes it especially disappointing to a lot of fans I know. Yep. Uh, what happened? And how, you know... Uh, you know, he's, I mean, he can turn how someone drives in traffic into a moral statement. He talks about parenting. He talk, talks about how men treat women. Um, uh, you know, he came out against Trump uh, in writing. He, the way he broke down the finances of that special he did that he sold up himself on the Internet, where, he, you know, he only took 25%. You are a CK expert. Yes. Go ahead. I'm a huge fan. No, it was a really upsetting so thing this, to me. That's why it hits you harder. Kate, that's why it hit me harder. That's why I think he's a special case. And to the point Kate made... And you made when we don't know, you know, the thing to me that's absent in a lot of these cases of these comebacks that people are looking for, you know, and in the restaurant industry, we have Mario Batali kind of sticking his toe in the water and is, you know, to put it in 12 step terms, you know, I've said this in other interviews, like, where's the amend? You know, I feel like there's this step that people have skipped. And, and it's, I mean, Louis, it hasn't even been a year and I'm not saying he should be off in Siberia forever. I believe in second chances. And I was also, you know, I thought if he ever did try to come on stage, and Janine Garofalo was, was it last show? A couple shows ago? A couple shows ago, yeah. You know, she said, you know, I'm with Louis, and Louis, no one's talked more about their own shit than Louis C.K. I was really surprised that he came up here and didn't talk about it. Yeah. Like, that was very, that was almost shocking to me. He's begun to talk about it a little bit. He's he's begun to, and he's getting there. But these are all uh, legit criticisms of him. I just wanted then, to say I, that. I don't find them to be legit criticisms of me. And I don't... I, no, honestly, I think that, you know, the, the, you, you and Professor Sharp would probably like to the world to um, react to Louis such that they don't want to see him anymore. That would, that, you, you wish that were the world we were living in, that they didn't want to see him. Like they probably I just don't, said I believe in second chances. No, no. That they, right now, that they probably don't want to see Cosby. And then when they find out that the, the world... actually He's world, gone forever. That the world kind of does want to see him. Like, well, actually, Louis, no. You should actually punish yourself. You need to stay home. And he's like, well, I'm not. Nobody punishes themselves. So the last ditch effort seems to be the club owner. Like, like I said, into like Twitter. Like, you need, you need to stop. You have the ability to prevent this willing, the people who want to see him from seeing him. And you need to do that for us. I'm like, no, no, no. This is, this is not, if you think about it, that's not the world you want to live in. Because very, very soon, someone's going to pick up the New York Times and read a few sentences about somebody and commit a terrible injustice to somebody that was not fair. And the, the Catholic side is that a lot of these people who deny, 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 like Bill Clinton, who has real credible evidence of Juanita Broderick, who's out there doing a new speaking tour with the feminist icon Hillary Clinton. And believe me, there's going to be no hall, restaurant. Nobody's going to get the grief that I did for hosting Bill Clinton. Tyson has a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. He'll be, he'll be at the a Democratic Convention. for kids. So this is a singular... Is, if that's the right word, uh, uh, standard that really is being laser beamed on me at the Comedy Cellar, which I have not seen and never there's have a, seen anywhere else. Anywhere else. There's only, as far as I'm concerned. Tupac just had a biopic. Oh, well, Chris Convicted Brown is on. I know you want to. I know you want to move on, but this clause does exist because of Louis C.K., correct? No. We, we had a long history before Louis C.K. We, well, we that clause appeared. Your own risk. That, that clause appeared. Clause, I thought you said club. No, that, yeah, that yeah, appeared club. in the last couple well, of months. Well, to, to, be, to, to give yeah. you an honest answer to that. The answer is it yes. It wasn't there the last time I No, bought. no, no. I thought you said club. Yeah. Uh, the answer is it had occurred to me prior. It was not the first time that that had occurred to me because we've had toxic individuals. I don't like that word. But we have people who are radioactive. Controversial radioactive yeah. is better. Before. Ooh. Yeah. And the, the, first, the first time I thought about this was with Michael Richards. I'm like, oh, I hope he doesn't walk in here. You didn't perform <laughs> years ago. But uh, 
it, it yes, it, it really came to a head again with the Louis thing because right. I needed to I needed to decide what to do. And then when the Norm McDonald thing happened, yeah. and I realized that even Norm McDonald could now be considered to be unacceptable because of what he said about Louis. I'm like, oh, no, this this is a different world I'm living in. Now you s- and I need to make it clear to my customers. Now you you were saying that this had dawned on you as early as Michael Richards, yeah. but was it? Swim at your own risk, or, or was that a real that that? Because I know you're very proud of yourself for that and that uh, sw- with the swimming guy. Uh, what, did you think of that when when Michael Richards came out? No, I think I, I thought I thought of that, but I did. It did occur to me that concept I've, is as I've I've uttered that concept at other times, so it came it came easily to me now. Should Be- we do Kavanaugh? Just yeah, so, so we don't run out of time. So Kavanaugh. Well. So. The prof- it's it's it's, a, it's too bad that it's after the um, after he's confirmed. But the professor wrote an article in the Times that um, I, I I was surprised at. It's an excellent episode, by the way. No, thank you. And uh, let me see if I excellent the headline. Not good. Excellent. So the headline that first struck me. And then we'll get to the argument. Wouldn't you agree, Friedman? Yes. Was uh, how, the headlines, how strong does the evidence against Kavanaugh need to be? said, even if it wouldn't support a criminal conviction or civil liability, a merely credible allegation is enough to disqualify him. So, so what the first thought I had is really why I wanted to get you on is that, so you correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, the, the, the standard approved in a civil case would be preponderance of the evidence, which is like 50.001%, like mm-hmm. more likely than not. Mm-hmm. So to me, what I thought you were saying was that even if he probably didn't do it, even if he probably didn't do it, that he should be disqualified. Is that, is that? I think even if we'll never know, and that's sort of where we were when I wrote the piece and where we are now, and that uncertainty is enough to disqualify him. So it, I'm, not, I'm not even conceding that he probably didn't do it. It's possible. I just think it's an absolutely unknowable set of facts. Right. And but, in light of that, I don't think that, that that uncertainty should be resolved in his favor. Right. But just, just, just to hold you to the fire mm-hmm. a little bit, it says even if it wouldn't support civil yeah, liability, sure. which could only mean... He Less. probably didn't do it. Less than 50% chance. It just means we can't get to certainty. It doesn't mean he probably didn't do no, it. No, just no. Civil is less than 50. She, Those are different. I'm a lawyer. She yeah, knows. I she's, know. a, she's a dean. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you agree. It's, it's, you no. agree if the majority. Uh, if, if, if I said, listen, if I said, if I said there was a 50.1 chance that he did it, we'd say he probably did it. That, and we'd say that met the civil liability standard. If I said there's a 49% chance that he did it, probably we would did. say he probably didn't do it. It does not meet the civil liability. So when I hear it does not meet the civil li- liability standard, to mm. me, that is synonymous with saying he probably didn't do it. Or we just, we don't have evidence that would get us across the 50.001. Yes, which yeah, means he probably... It's, just, it's a slightly different... I would just, con- I would continue to resist your formulation. I don't want to concede that he probably didn't do it. I just want to concede that we wouldn't be able to get even to f- above 50% certainty if ordinary sort of proof but what, what, principles so, were So what applied. is the threshold if, if, if we felt there was a 10% chance that he did do it? Mm-hmm. 10% chance, this is a hypothetical. Would that be sufficient for you to say he should be disqualified from the Supreme Court? What, what, what exactly yeah. percentage is enough to say adios, Kavanaugh? So I, I argued in the piece that it's a very context-dependent kind of analysis and... Um, so the sort of who's being replaced, so the outgoing justice, so you have the swing justice on the court, Anthony Kennedy, whose seat is in question, um, who probably holds the decisive vote on everything from affirmative action to abortion, maybe contraception, um, campaign finance, environmental regulations. I mean, just a huge swath of issues. This is the decisive vote. And that's actually always matter. The Senate's always looked more closely at nominees who are going to fill swing seats. So Neil Gorsuch, now I don't think he had anything like this in his background, but he's replacing Antonin Scalia, balance of the court's not going to change at all. Yeah, that horrible trucker case. And that's a different case. kind. Right, so the frozen trucker was the horrible. biggest sort of controversy. And it was, you know, a heartless outcome, although, you know, there's an argument that he was constrained by the text of the statute. Now, you might think the text no. of the statute isn't the only thing that matters. I agree with I'm you. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You yeah. lost. No idea what we're talking about. Look up the He essentially told the guy he had to choose between his life and his job. Well, so you're saying yeah. that because the court is already conservative, we should be extra vigilant I, you know, I think it's just with regard to Kavanaugh. It's perfectly appropriate for the the Senate to do closer scrutiny when it is kind of this deciding vote. Well, that I'm is not sure that it is appropriate. What? I don't know that advice and consent Wait. means that. Can, can, can well, I? we don't know what it means because the Constitution doesn't tell us. We can sort of just look to the way the Senate has discharged its advice and consent uh, role historically, and actually, I think it has looked more closely at 
seats that are pivotal. And you can disagree that that's desirable, but I do think historically that's that's basically been true. And then I think you do have this moment, right, to sort of, you know, to, to, to call back the conversation we were having earlier um, in which, you know, accusations of sexual misconduct are hugely salient culturally, socially, and to the extent that this is an old accusation that we don't, A, we didn't have full investigation of, and B, we just we just don't really know, apart from this extremely credible testimony, that might not get you across the 51 or 50.001% threshold. Um, but, you know, testimony is evidence, right? Yeah. That's pretty significant evidence right there in front of the Senate. Can, can, I, can I amplify on that? By the way, I was against Kavanaugh's uh, uh, for... for uh, Basically what if they put a swim at your own wrist sign in front of the Supreme Court building? Basically, because I because I think he was he's he's lying about a few things, and and that disqualifies him. But two things, uh, jurisprudentially, uh, doesn't look at all like the uh, Democrats are going to take the Senate. So I imagine that any nominee is going to vote the same way as Kavanaugh, except that Kavanaugh is probably less likely to overrule Roe versus Wade both because of who he is and because he would, Justice Roberts, I don't think, would allow the court to do such a thing based on Kavanaugh's vote, as opposed to this, other, this woman, was her, what's her name, Barrett? Amy Coney Barrett, yeah. Who, uh, who, who looks like she might eagerly overturn Roe versus Wade. So in a certain way, people on the left have dodged a bullet here, I think, in what they're actually going to get out of this. I'm not convinced. It, the different timeline might have been Kavanaugh gets rejected, mm -hmm. the Republicans pick up a few seats, Barrett gets uh, uh, pointed, Thanks. and Roe versus that is that is a very plausible, if not probable, outcome. I, I but I think that outcome is is you know maybe not but, quite but, as likely, but certainly but possible. But can, can I make you now? Can, okay, but I want to make an argument in, in your favor sure. that I thought of, and I don't know if you've heard his argument before. Normally, testimony in a civil case, in my opinion, is automatically discounted and discountable by the fact that someone is out to try to get money. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they, 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 we, there is a built-in motivation. You want to win the lawsuit. You want the million dollars. So of course, we take what you say with a grain of salt. So the very same testimony in a civil suit, I believe, is much more credible here because there is no motivation for her to lie. As a matter of fact, she brought up his name prior to the suit, suit altogether. So... I, I think that's worth thinking about. And that prior to his selection, right? So as soon yeah. as you agree with that logic, sorry, I, I totally agree with that logic. I do think the fact that she she comes forward to try to dissuade the White House from even selecting him, right? She's sort of saying, I don't want to be in the public eye. I want to save you from the country going through this. So just choose somebody else. And as you said, some of the other people on there are probably more conservative than Brett Kavanaugh in a, at least a few sort of peripheral ways. They were all quite conservative, including obviously Justice Kavanaugh now. I got used to saying that, Justice Kavanaugh. Poy, poy. Yeah. You have a very good, very soothing voice. Do you do great uh, voice, great radio voice. on a regular basis? I, Question. I, I do podcasts occasionally, but that's pretty much it. I do, so, I do a little radio. Yeah. So It's like an NPR voice. Yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. It seems that Whenever I hear people discuss this, it seems that it's never really about Kavanaugh, but it's rather people who don't want women to lose the right to have an abortion and people who don't want men to lose their career off of an allegation. It really doesn't seem to be whether there's enough information to convict or not. It's just two groups trying to protect their interests. Right? No, I just, I, I've, I've spoken to people, Even writers. Even you just right now no, were no. making that argument. I'm making that argument. I've spoken to people. She brought it up about how... how Let me answer uh, you. Can I just I, finish the sentence? She, you brought up your first thing was uh, in this certain situation where a Republican, or sorry, a, a, a liberal judge is going to be replaced by a Republican, we should have a little bit more intense background check, et cetera, right? So you weren't going, we should have a more intense background check because this chick got raped, maybe. It was because a Democrat was being replaced by a Republican. That's the context. I, I'm I was, just I was saying. Providing she said that that was a okay. factor. But I, 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 I just want to add yeah. that that I've spoken to some uh, conservative writers uh, about this, and they are very, very much about the presumption of innocence uh, as a principle, as a guiding principle. And I have to tell you, to I, protect I think, themselves from allegations. No, 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 no. I, I tell you something. As a boss, I think I told a story last week. Like sometimes we get professional okay. bar spotters here. And a bar spotter comes in, they try to catch a bartender stealing. And I'll get a report. And they'll catch somebody. They'll say so-and-so took the money, didn't put it in the register. And I'll confront the bartender. And if they deny it, or if they say it was a mistake or something like that, I will give them another chance. I would rather take the risk of them stealing again. And by the way, nine times out of ten, 
They do. They, they worse, and they do. I do catch them again. But that is an internalization of the presumption of innocence, that I would rather take the risk than let a guy walk out of here getting fired for something he didn't do. Even on a small scale, that's an outrage. And it's worth, I, I, and, it's, and, it's, and people shouldn't dismiss people who are prioritizing that because as, as that erodes, we will end up having the, the, I believe, the pendulum quickly swinging to a place where we don't want it to. We're gonna have another Tawana Brawley. We're gonna have another Duke case. Of course, we're gonna have these things soon enough. And they're going to happen faster because of the climate that we're in. Well, well and, and let, let me, and let me, worry let me extend that. the analogy yeah. a little bit. So I don't know if, if, if when you're hiring at the hiring stage, so it's one thing when somebody's already got the job, that's kind of the status quo is they have the job. Um, so you want to be quite, you know, there has to be something pretty important that's going to happen before you're going to unsettle the status quo. You have to be pretty mm. sure. That's kind of how I feel about people who have said, well, Brett Kavanaugh should, even if he stayed in the D.C. Circuit, he should have been impeached because, based on these allegations. And my view is like, Actually, no. The burden is on the individual seeking to change the status quo, and I don't think these allegations without more were sufficient to justify impeachment. He should for sure have been able to keep the D.C. Circuit job, was at least based on the information we had in front of us, right. though I did think that the kind of partisanship in his second Senate performance was really troubling, even for a D.C. Circuit Let's judge. Let's talk about but that, too. Yeah, that's what I... But, yeah. But... but, but it's like if somebody came to you, if you were interviewing somebody to hire as a bartender and you had like, you know, you called a reference and they're like, there are somebody, you know, there's a sexual assault accusation. We can never figure out if it really happened or not. But that happened, you know, happened. Would you hire him? Probably not. Uh, well, no. But if somebody okay. came to me with that accusation from se from 35 years ago when they were 17. And you have a list of awesome other general managers. And, and drunk. And, and I knew that for the following 35 years after that, yeah. everybody that had worked with them. Left or right, women, everybody, women, like just, I would, I would not consider that. I would feel, listen, I can't, I can't. Now, Supreme Court Justice is not a general manager, no. I understand that. But I have to tell you, I real, I'd be like, listen, I can't take into account an accusation from 35 years ago because we've said this many times over the, as a society over the last six months, all of a sudden we kind of stopped saying it, which is that a creep really usually maintains itself as a creep. When Weinstein came out with one thing, it came out with 50 things. When Cosby came out with one thing, even, even people, you know, I mean, this is, this is generally something that people do as a pattern in their lives. The and bar, if somebody I, yeah. does something once at 17, even something horrible, and then they turn themselves around and don't do that anymore and don't lie about it, right. I personally, I would say no. I could be very proud of my country, even if somebody did worse than that, who came clean about it, Turned his life around and 35 years later became uh, Justice Supreme Court. But you both just, Kate and, and Noam just mentioned this really quickly, right? Yeah. But it's, however we got to what we found out in the, sec in the second visit to the Senate, right? The things he said in his statement to me were um, disqualifying. And to a lot of people. I'm not saying anything so, we so haven't before, all heard. Before, I mean, your old judge. Wait, wait. Before right? we move on to that. Um, Justice Stevens. Wait, yeah. Stevens. Yeah. I mean, that is unprecedented. Wait, before that we move on to that. I want, yeah. I want to, let's make sure we tied off yeah. the, 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 pre the previous. Yes. Anything else you want to say about yeah. the, 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 the. Okay. So go ahead. You, well, it, I feel like that, for whether right, wrong, whatever, opened the door to this window into these huge problems. And I don't know. You, I'm sure, could tell us if he perjured himself. I've heard. I don't understand why people are quibbling over that word, but he clearly was lying about terminology. Well, thing. you know what? The truth is that I, I was sure. I wrote a Facebook post about like this devil's triangle thing of lying to a But then four people wrote a letter saying, no, this was our game. And then I saw an article somewhere else saying, actually, the term devil's triangle for sex didn't even exist in the 80s. Yeah, well. So I hate to say it. Okay, but there was the, the whatever, the, the Ren girl's Renata. name. Renata Alumni Club. That was a compliment. I mean, come on. Well, whether you thought that was uh, sharpshooting and being silly and going through a yearbook is beside the point. He was under oath, and he lied. Yeah, is yeah. that not perjury? I, I think the quibbling is just about whether it was sort of intentional or whether he sort of shaded the truth and was a little not forthcoming, but didn't actually intentionally yeah. provide the, false the, testimony. The only thing I would find him uh, commendable for lying under oath for would <laughs> be would be to, to spare this woman Renata the Fine. the. The, the shame he should have just said, being, "Look, I, I, that's I would that would I know you're not supposed to lie under oath, but I would if that's all it was. Fine. I would figure. He should have just said, look, 'Look, I'll be honest with you, Renata wouldn't give it up. We tried.' <laughs> no, I mean she, she. We tried to crack that nut for years. Uh, we I'm tried. Sorry, I'm sorry. This is Dan. Really, we, that we should cut out. What? Why? I mean, he could have said, "Look, the truth is, we I, couldn't I, get I, it. We I, couldn't I, get her. It's I'm not gonna, a good look. I'm going to tell you why. Because it, yeah, when you're discussing certain things, it just it just makes you but, look like you don't like you're flippant about something which is very important." 
Here's a question. Well, I'm yeah, yeah, no, you just say, look, we were Renato. falsely bo- we were we were we were, we were, kids. We were boasting about something that never happened, that, and, and I'm sorry, and I feel awful. Precisely about it. Yeah, but what I just said. <laughs> but precisely what I just said, so, which no right. one won't cut out because you're so have that you know different way of saying right. it. Yeah, maybe I'm from the streets. I don't talk as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have your mind for uh, big business deals. All right, so but, uh, you know, basically we're on the same page with Renata. All right, so So don't cut that out, Lou. I actually take a different view of that. Uh, I think that, um, and I, I've seen people have meltdowns before. Like we were talking about Louis before. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he strung himself up, presuming the guy's innocent. If he's if he's lying, then it doesn't even matter. To be accused of gang rape, and to know that your daughters are never going to be able to even introduce themselves again, maybe for the rest of their lives, without hedging. To know that you will, you you can't even go to a restaurant. Like essentially, your whole life is shattered. To have an emotional meltdown in that situation, and then judge a person for it, I, I would not be the person to do that. And I would add that if most people saying that, if they were on his side, would simply regard it as righteous indignation. But I it was a partisan I, meltdown. I, so what? I can't. Well, well, that's the well, that's the crux. Well, so what was keeping the letter back for six weeks? Was that partisan? Was it just a coincidence no that it was a Democrat? What? No one knows. We don't know. No, but, well, we do know that if we do know that it was partisan. Listen, partisan is not the end of the world. But I'm saying he knows that this happened to him yeah. on the schedule as a partisan decision. He knows. I was getting emails all the time about he was so concerned with Monica Lewinsky's vagina and all this stuff. Like he, there was this whole that he was too interested in the in the sort of details of the Lewinsky thing. This was all out there, and in his meltdown, he spit out. All the stuff that was coming at him, was it wise? No, he probably shouldn't have said that but stuff. But he didn't spit it out. That was, some of that was in his written opening statement. Some of know? it wasn't, some yeah. of it wasn't. I I I I I would just give I I just know that if you if you were for Judge Kavanaugh, you would never be saying, Oh, but you know, I was for him, but that partisan but thing for a now he's disqualified. Court, a, a guy about to be uh, saying, are you saying that you confirmed think, saying what goes around comes around? I mean So let me ask you this question. If you found that's out mob stuff. if you found out tomorrow yeah, Th- that uh, Ford lied. That the, she made the whole thing up. If you found that out, he's totally vindicated. Yeah. Would you still look me in the eye and say, "Yeah, but he's still disqualified because of that outburst"? Of course. Even even if the whole thing was made up. Of course. I don't believe. How? No, listen, this is someone who's going to be on the on. Supreme Court of the United States, Wait, you who doesn't have at least the discipline to. Even if that's in his head, I don't believe any, to, keep, to not say that out loud is... is I, I, I mean, can't believe if, if she made it up, rapist, anybody would say... You can't he, be upset if you call the gang rapist. It's, it's weird. To I'm not keep talking it. about being upset. This is a failure of, of human empathy, in my opinion. I, 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 listen, I compare it like you, you shake up a can... And Are the you, pressure builds inside the can. Leave this, it alone. This is like this is like. A, <laughs> Don't go there. This is like. A, a, I saw it. I'm I'm, I'm going to be your friend. <laughs> this is like emotions. Yeah. You and it builds up. It builds up. You. Yeah. But it's very difficult to open that can just a little bit and not have the whole can empty out. That that is that's a, that is my analogy to human beings. I don't. Yes, be, and if you I did that in front of your staff, you could apologize. But you, it's a Supreme Court I, position. I, you know what? Here, here. I hold, you know what? This bothers me what you're saying. Okay. And if there's a guy, he will test you. What are situation? I really mean that. In a situation okay. where your life is shattered in front of the whole world, not just your life, your family, your children, everybody. Right. And you don't react to it just right. You let it, you, it comes out emotionally in some way. You say the wrong thing, and this becomes then, it doesn't even matter anymore if you did it. This becomes this what we're going to hang issue. our hat on. Yes, I, yes, think, yes. I think that if that's what we're descending to, I think that guys, we're too filled with hate because right now. We're too filled with partisanship. It was he, never about Ford. It was no, always about how he no, felt th- about abortion. Be- that's no, what, it's what I'm all, saying. It's becoming, and they're looking for anything to discredit Andrew, him on. It's that's becoming what it about tribalism and hate. Where people, what, people, what tribe is worth? The, the first step in bigotry is to dehumanize somebody. Yes, and when yes, people yes, can yes, no yes. longer look at the man who they oppose with every fiber they're being for what they disagree with about him. And what do they and, disagree and, with? And allow him... About those things, but That's allow him, but allow him the human weakness to have an emo, like to be under a stress that none of us could imagine. I, 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 I listen. I, I was, like, I wish. It's terrible that I thought he should resign. That would be the honorable thing. Resign. This is terrible for the country. Even if he's innocent, it's terrible for the country. This is terrible, to, terrible, to terrible from the, from the Supreme Court just to, to withdraw his yes, no, nomination. Withdraw. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't think Andrew is showing lack of empathy. I, I feel I do. I think I. You're under- Andrew. Uh, Schultz or Andrew Friedman? Friedman. Friedman. No one would make that statement about me. (laughs) The empathetic Andrew. Um, But I don't... 
nobody begrudged him, I don't think, the emotions. It really was the partisanship. I mean, and, and let me just say, people in, in the criminal justice system, innocent people end up on trial for murder, for rape, for all kinds of horrible acts. And they're actually not permitted to have meltdowns on, like, in a courtroom, right? They have to comport themselves with decorum and respect for the surroundings. And I, they I, do. I mean, on the innocence have project. Have been in a courtroom? Yes, of course. <laughs> judges, judges lose their shit all the time. Defendants are not permitted <laughs> they to. They got a right? weapon. Defendants. Look, I'm talking about, defend, about defendants, people who are charged with crimes they did not commit, right? right? And you don't really see meltdowns like this. Maybe they happen occasionally, but these are individuals who are in facing of a, loss of liberty, of not loss world. of a job like this. I, I, think, I think it's... Yeah, but he's going up for a job that's going to be in front of the whole world. I, I, listen, I wouldn't judge my enemies on uh, on that meltdown. I, I, I just wouldn't. I, I think. Okay, that, but you do know that there are major legal thinkers in this country who have said, arguably, he will have to recuse himself from any case that comes before the Supreme Court that has a whiff of partisanship well, to he's it. not gonna. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's not gonna. Can and, I uh, the, the Nixon justices didn't recuse themselves during the Nixon. The Clinton justices didn't recuse themselves. They're not gonna. They're not gonna recuse themselves. And I think that, you know, at some point, as a as a dude just watching, I'm like, you know, it, it, the partisanship of the whole thing is so obvious when 49 senators on one side and 51 that, yeah. that for the man to utter the fact that listen, this is partisan. It essentially he didn't just, even just say that. He yeah, said, "What goes around comes yeah, around." Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, well, that's because it has. When, what when, does that mean? I'm going to pay you back from the bench. What it means is that what, that this has been a tit for tat, starting with Bork, where everyone starts the story. Harry Reid. That this is just it. Just and so and what he's saying is that the next time it's going to be a Democratic nominee, and it's gonna, and I think that to to punish the guy because he had the nerve to utter that what we know is true that this is a partisan battle going on here. Uh, I just don't. I just don't see it. But you know, the the obvious thing if that a lot delu- of if he were delusional, I'd say you know no, what. But you know, he's delusional. Of, but a lot of pundits have pointed this out. Neil Gorsuch didn't have any of these issues. Why would he? Nobody he cares. Re- exactly. Re- no, he was I, replacing. Uh, he was replacing Republican. Can I just ask a weird? This yes. is a weird question. But um, if you were a rapist, why would you be pro-life? Huh? Yeah. Well, because uh, he uh, theoretically don't rape no more. But no rapists don't stop control, raping. Who assert control over women's bodies would like to control what women do with their pregnancy. Yeah, but like, they, there's nothing they don't want to keep about that around. That's just proof, right? I, I don't think that makes, if you were a rapist, you would be pro. I'm being dead <laughs> I'm serious. I'm withdrawing from this extreme. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead yeah, serious. Yeah. I think it's a reasonable thing. Like, this is somebody who you would not want evidence of that. Have you seen Andrew. the paper chase, Andrew? No, what is yeah. it? <laughs> it's a, long, it's a movie? law school movie. Yeah, you yeah can, I don't... <laughs> uh, uh, John Hausman throw you right out of class for that one. Really? No, I, I think there's something to that. I like, think, I maybe think a, a rapist wouldn't be concerned about whether the baby sticks around or not. Yeah. I will say this, that if Roe falls, I think that's good for the comedy seller. <laughs> because of more tourism in New York. More people in general, you're uh, saying? No, no, because uh, New York will still have abortion, and people will ah. come here. And whilst they're here for an abortion, they'll come to the show, cheer themselves Ro- up. I, after. I don't, you, Professor. Do you think? Do you think Rose gonna fall? I, I, yeah, I think it's pretty. Po- I mean, I think that. Look, a lot of people have said either it'll fall or it'll be eroded beyond recognition. But actually, I, I if if a state passes a six-week ban and the Supreme Court takes it up. You can't affirm Roe and six weeks, and yeah. you know, or an eight week, you know, like any one of these very early bans. You can't uh, pretend to abide by the core holding of Roe and allow something like that to stand. So they may not be able to avoid the direct question. And I, I don't think I think that in part maybe because of this whole experience, I don't think they'll do it in the next year or two. But I think they're going to uphold some very restrictive laws. And um, look, it all comes down to John Roberts. I don't. I think the chances I would say are better than fifty percent. But I wouldn't say I'm certain. You like Roberts? You know, I I don't know him personally. I think he's I think he's an he cares about the institution of the Supreme Court, and I think that he um, care. You know, he's extremely conservative, but he's an institutionalist, and I think that he will be a moderating influence on this court. Um, I I thought that I actually thought Kavanaugh would be too before the hearings, not even the second hearing, but the first one. But coming out of the first hearing, I thought. It's really four liberals, four conservatives, and, and Roberts as and the new media justice. Professor so. Shaw, a, a modest proposal. Is it possible, not a modest proposal, but whatever it is, is it possible to be pro-choice but anti-Roe? Sure. I sure. think that Noam is sort of in that category. Sure. Noam believes that, that a woman has should have a right to choose, but that it, that the well, Constitution no. does not guarantee my, it. My, yes, my, I think that's possible. My opinion on Roe is that I, I prefer if it stayed. It stayed well, in certain ways, I prefer that it stayed. I think the decision is... is not 
logical. Well, plenty of feminists, plenty of yeah. liberal scholars think that it's not a well-reasoned decision. And Casey kind of, you know, tries to ground it a little bit more in liberty and equality a little bit more than, than Roe but, itself did. But I do, I, I have the feeling that if they overturn Roe, you're not going to see any fewer abortions in the United States of America. I, I, will be- I, I think, what? I think that, you know, I think even some of the states that we suspect would start out long abortion will have a window for abortion and people travel and now there's drugs on the market that we didn't even conceive of. Like my wife, when she, whatever, but she had to take a, a labor-inducing pill and these are readily available. And There'll be plenty of access for women of means, but it's going to have a huge, if they did overturn Roe, there, it would be a huge impact on women in rural states without access to resources and I hope that not. there's no I, yeah. way that's, that would not follow. Yeah, that, that's why, if that's true, I, you know, you never know. It's, it's things, stranger things have happened, but if that's true, that would be why I would hope they would keep Roe. But I don't think it holds what up if it's to, the to logic. I, I think if, if, what if people start using more protection now? Because the issue before was oh, not Andrew. only... No, <laughs> can I make the point? Yes, please. The issue before was twofold, right? Abortion was not illegal, but there was no sex education whatsoever. Now you have sex education. Now we know at a very young age what's going on. We have contraception that's readily available for anyone wherever they want. It's very cheap and easy to access. Now what if you get rid of this condom and all of a sudden, not condom, you get rid of this abortion, now there's no safety net. Now it's like, hey, we got to use this or we could be pregnant. I think it's not going to be... I don't think it's going to be as shocking a turnover as people assume, and it might be the exact opposite. What, what you're saying is that some people might be more. Some people do. We I'm know saying some that people, some abortion people do is use kind abortion of well, is like yeah, welfare. Yeah. But but the fact is that for people who are not in that cohort, as they say, it could be tragic for someone who you know doesn't have money and has you know we, we understand you know all of this can be a failure of empathy, by the way. On every side of a lot of issues, I just think people... Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because I... I, 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 (laughs) I, I'm incredibly empathetic. We're at an hour. Time is up. Um, I think this was a very good conversation. Probably not bad for a... a, uh, How do we get the Chinese into the NBA? That's what we need to (laughs) know. You guys can have that conversation next next podcast. We're bringing you back. (laughs) For for a legal mind, uh, we we were pretty good, right? Uh, This is fun. And this is actually my first time, I'm sorry to say, here. So I got to come back and actually see a show. You're not from upstate New York by any chance. I'm not. Because you sound very much like a young lady I went to high school with and look like her, too. Hmm. That is from Plattsburgh. No. Chicago. So you're not related to the Woodwards of Plattsburgh? Mm, don't think so. Okie doke. Oh, wait, it's, to, to be a clerk for Supreme Court Justice, I mean, that is a, that is a, you're a clerk for Justice yeah, Stevens? Yeah, that is, that, that's no joke. Oh, I didn't know that she was. Have you seen Kavanaugh's, uh, he's got an all-female clerk staff. <laughs> but he's always been like that. 21 of the 25 that he had when he was a federal judge. And they're all woman. beautiful. Well, when, yeah. when, when, when I have my Me Too accusation, believe me, because he's an all-female show at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. That's how I know he's guilty. How? The, yeah, the all-female thing. Yeah. You're clearly making a point, right? You're going, hey, I'm oh, innocent. Oh, well, can, we, can we end with this? You have two, two, five more minutes? If, if we, I would like to go around the table. Yeah. I, I'll, and I'll put my head on the chopping and go first. If, if you had a gun to your head and yes. you had to say, what exactly happened? You want to direct the scene in the movie. Yes. That, that bedroom. Ooh, that's a good question. Yes. What do you think? It's a guess. Yes. This is what I think happened. Go. Are we going clockwise or counterclockwise? Uh, we'll, we'll let. We'll, we'll, I would prefer we go like, clockwise. Uh, that's this way. Okay. I believe the the most likely thing mm. is this. He was there. He was on the bed with her. He was a drunk seventeen-year-old, uh, you know, prep school kid with no experience with women. Uh, you know, so drunk as she says that he could barely even lift up. And he was coming at her hard and physically. And from her point of view, it was. Terrifying, traumatic. From his point of view, he barely knows what he's doing, uh, what he's doing, and most likely, I don't just just my guess. It was not not the intention to rape, but just the intention that the guys will understand of like you know this kind of uh, uh, physical thing that men do but shouldn't do, especially back especially seventeen year old drunk guys, and that's why we have a situation of a of a woman who is traumatized and a guy who and a guy who behaved like a creep but actually never had a lifetime of being a creep or a rapist or any of these things and if he remembers it he feels in his gut that that is you know I, I wasn't attempted rape I'm just gonna lie about it and if he and if he doesn't remember it it's because it was you know it wasn't even to him maybe in a significant time fooling around in a bed with something that's what I think is the most likely reasonable it could be, it, it could be way worse I don't think it could be much better for him 
I, Reasonable. To, to the left of that would be like she made it up or something like that. I, sure. And even mistaken identity, I find very, very, very no, hard no, to no. understand. Yeah, no, I'm not, not, not that different. I think it happened um, from her perspective exactly as she testified. And I think it's quite likely that he was so drunk he just doesn't remember the events of that night at all. So what was in his mind, what he intended, like... Who knows? But I think it's quite possible he doesn't. And that that's a way to reconcile their testimony. He doesn't yeah. remember it, but he did really minimize his drinking as a teenager. And, yeah, you know, he's clearly lying. He, he was a heavy drinker. And, you know, he has sort of alluded to that in his testimony. He all but conceded it, but he didn't come out and admit it. And in a way, you know, if he did open that door, that allows people to draw the conclusion that the things did exactly. transpire just as you described them. And that isn't good for him. Um, so instead, he insisted it never happened. And he wasn't much of a drinker. Um, yeah, that's Friedman. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the most unflattering bits of testimony, right? That was his Kavanaugh, uh, Kavanaugh, uh, Klobuchar exchange. Yep. That's what that was about. Was yep. have you ever blacked out? No, have you? You're yeah. Uh, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, that, Senator. But, yeah. You know, take a composite of what you both just said, and that's basically where I am. Um, there's also another dude, right? Judge. Mark his, name is, his name is Judge, yeah. Okay. So this is what I think. I think Kavanaugh and Judge are like, yo, this girl's down to do whatever. I promise you she's with it. Let's just go upstairs, see what's going on. Judge is like, yeah, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. They're really drunk, right? They go. He maybe starts to, like, touch or something like that. She's like, what are you doing? He's being a douchey fucking guy. And he's like, come on, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She screams. He goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Puts the hand on the mouth. Not... You're going to get raped, but whoa, 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 people are going to think that we're trying to rape you. It's not, I want to rape you. It's people are going to think that we're trying to rape this you. This is your best guess. This, this is my best. This, this is what I truly believe happened. She stopped screaming. They let go. They're still drunk and shit like that. She leaves. They let her leave. If two guys wanted to the, rape the, a girl. The story is that, he, they, they, that, that judge jumped on and they fell off the bed and she ran out. This is what I think. Okay. 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 Uh, that that screaming could have could have happened at, on the bed as well. It doesn't matter exactly where it could was. Could have, but you, but you believe my, that. My assumption is that the the hand on the mouth was not you're about to get raped. It was I don't want people to think some fucked up shit that we did not want to happen is happening up here. Very similar to if you're beating up your little brother and he goes mom and you. Go, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to get in trouble. They leave. Blah blah blah. He. I don't think that he blacked out. I don't think that he was so drunk he blacked out he forgot this whole thing. I think he either did it or was never there. Yeah, but you, My you, assumption right now is this thing happened, but it was never yeah, his yeah. intention to okay, rape this I don't girl. remember every That's single mine. I don't remember every single like making out incident I've had that panned out one way or another with women for 35 years. I don't. Sure. Take what Andrew said. Even without put blacking it, out. Take what Andrew said. Put it in Professor Shaw's floor. voice <laughs> and tone, and you have my response. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you that's why you cleaned he, up. And you also think he remembers it if it happened? Uh, no, no, I don't oh. believe he did. Yeah, but you know, I, he, but he may think that. Well, that sounds like something that might have happened, but I don't recall. I, I believe. Yeah, I, believe I think you he, remember every intended rape that you have. No, but that's you the don't thing. remember not intended rapes. You don't remember just a hookup, yeah. and so it is possible. That well, this I can't guy speak did to that directly I, as far as it tends None of us rape. can, but I would assume if you had that devious, sinister idea that night, Unless, and this is not something that frequents your mind, okay, we, you would recall. We have to go. I, I think it's bad for, as I said, I think it's terrible for the country that he's on the court, and I think that people on all sides of this actually should should understand that. It just is not, the country is already coming apart. This does not help. It doesn't help uh, at no, all. No, uh, yeah. once We're again, the, the, yeah. the email for comments, suggestions, Pod questions. Podcast at ComedyCellar.com. And remember, swim at your own risk. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye.